On episode 38 of the High Performance Leadership Podcast, Martin Luther King's Leadership Secrets. Martin Luther King in the 1950s had 250,000 people show up on the front lawn of the White House in the middle of August in a hundred degree heat before we had Facebook, cell phones, email. How'd he do it? You're listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast, insights and information from world-class leadership experts. Thanks for joining us. I'm Randy Lane. This Monday was Martin Luther King Day, so we're releasing a talk Chip gave about what made Dr. King such an effective leader. Now, here's Chip. What do you believe are one or two of the common characteristics that Martin Luther King possibly shared with all the people that you just talked about? Can anybody guess? He had a vision. He, he, he knew how to motivate people. He was a disruptor. He cared about people. Stayed true to his principles. And, but I'm looking for one really important one. Great communicator. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner right here. Great communicator. So you can be an extremely wonderful leader, but if you can't articulate the vision of where you want to go and what you need people to do, and if you can't communicate what you need or want from people, there's a, there's a disconnect. So being able to communicate. Now, I'm not saying you have to be able to stand on a, a stage in front of 10,000 people and communicate. It can be one-on-one communication, but you have to be able to communicate effectively with other people. And let me give you an example. Martin Luther King, in the 1950s, had 250,000 people show up on the front lawn of the White House in the middle of August in a 100-degree heat before we had Facebook, cell phones, email. How'd he do it? How did he get, and by the way, 25% of the group was white. How did he get that to happen? He didn't put together a seven-step plan, detail it out in paragraphs, and talk above people's heads. He went from a different approach. What was his famous line? I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream, and his dream was someday God's law and man's law would equal each other. And until God's law and man's law equaled each other, that we would not live in a just world. And his message over and over and over again was, I have a dream. And if my dream is the same as your dream, then you tell people, about your dream. This isn't about me. This is about you and your dream and what you want. See, I have a dream and it's the same dream as yours. Take what I'm saying and go share it with other people. And by the way, if you're excited about what I'm excited about, 
Come to Washington, D.C. in August because there's going to be a whole bunch of people that share the same dream as you. And everywhere he went, he shared a dream, not a plan. We get exhausted with the diarrhea of the mouth. And when I watch these politicians, I got to take a shower afterwards because I don't believe a single thing that they say. I don't. And they are selling to the lowest common denominator of people that don't get it. That's what I believe. And I believe that we are smart enough to understand that if our dream matches their dream, then help me understand how it's going to work. And then follow it up with something real. Right? Again, we all know in government, it's not one man or woman's responsibility. There's a whole bunch of people responsible for a whole lot of moving parts. There's a lot going on to it. But here's an interesting statistic that I learned a number of years ago. And, and frankly, I try to do a good job at this, but I, I don't always. If you're going to give a presentation like this, or to anybody, you have to deliver the information in a way that they will understand it. What do you think the average comprehension level of the American public is? It's between 6th to 8th grade. 6th to 8th grade. That being said, if you're trying to give a message to someone as a leader, you have to deliver it like you would be delivering it to an 8th grader. And understand this. This may be your normal pace of conversation. But if their normal pace of conversation is here, they're getting about one out of every five words you're saying. They're shaking their head, like some of you are doing. <laughs> oh yeah, we're getting every bit of it, right? Truth is, you gotta give the message at a level that they can understand it and I'll, see my, the, the teacher side of me is coming out. I want my whiteboard right here. I want something because I want to draw and show you. But visually think of this, okay? Every single one of you in this room is a five-gallon container. You're all five-gallon containers. But you are a pail, you know, a pail. And you are a five-gallon wine bottle. And you are, yeah. And you're a beer bottle and you're, right? So, we, so think of that, right? So you have five gallons, which is a pail, and five gallons, which is a wine bottle. So they both can absorb five gallons worth of liquid. But if I pour all the liquid at the same speed into the bucket, what will happen? It's going to fill up because it's got a very large hole. But if I deliver that exact same liquid into a wine jug, how much is going to get into the wine jug? Very little. So think about this when you're developing people. These two right here work for an organization. They say, hey, you won Charity Champions. This is great. We're going to send you off to training, right? You're going to get a half day over the next five months. And when you come back, you're going to be a great leader because they're going to invest a lot of time, money, and energy. We're letting you off work. We're going to pick up the slack while you're off having free breakfast at the country club, getting trained, right? So then we come back. Now, I'm the manager. I've sent two people off to get training, 
They've come back from their vacation, and I say, okay, we spent a lot of money and time. You've been gone. We need you to get to work. And I come back two or three days later, and you're doing it. Everything that I asked her to do and trained her to do, she's doing it, but unfortunately, she's not. She's not. And, and so what's happening to me? My frustration level's going up. I don't understand. You both went to the same training, didn't you? Yeah. You both heard the same stuff, right? Yeah. So you must have paid attention and you didn't. That's where, we, that's where the first assumption is, right? Or then it starts to go to, well, you care and you don't care. Or you're a hard worker and you're lazy. See, what happens is we instantly disown responsibility and, and we cannot see ourselves in the mirror here. What we're doing is saying we invested time and money. You are doing it. You're not. It must be their fault. Because two competent people went. One came back and implemented. One didn't. I've got a problem employee. <laughs> but this happens in every organization, doesn't it? So we instantly start placing blame on this person either doesn't care, doesn't get it, they're not very bright, whatever the case is, whatever we want to put on it. When the reality is, is that we are all five-gallon containers with different size openings. I will tell you this, I've been teaching and developing this stuff for 18 years. And last year, I got it. The first 17, I didn't. I am one of the slowest learners you will ever meet in your entire life. It takes me a very long time to get it. Once I get it, I get it. But it takes a long time. You have people in your organizations, or you personally are like that. You don't get it the first time every time. It takes spaced repetition. That's what development is, right? Great leaders understand that. Great leaders understand that I have to be very concise with my message. I have to deliver it in a format where at least an eighth grader can get it. And I have to understand that every human being that works for me or is on my team is a different human being. And I cannot treat them all as five gallon pails. Make sense? Chip gave this talk at a Charity Champions event we hosted. Charity Champions is a program that gives nonprofits free media exposure and leadership training, something a lot of these organizations couldn't afford otherwise. We think giving back to the community is our highest calling. If you're interested in starting a Charity Champions chapter in your area, go to 360solutions.com for more information. Thanks for listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Every little bit helps. Our website is hpleadershippodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hpleadershippodcast. Follow us on Twitter at hpl underscore podcast. And shoot us an email at podcast at 360solutions.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.